It's four o'clock on a Monday, and you know what that means, don't you? It's time for another exciting episode of Taxi TV Live. Woohoo! This week, starring Taxi Road Rally attendees, tell all. I mean, everything, every last little detail. And thank you, fake band. Thank you, fake audience. And welcome, real guest. Oh, thank you, sir. This is Mr. Bill Gordon, who's been a taxi member for about 34. Four years? Yeah, well, I'm since only a, wait a minute, taxi wasn't here then. Yeah, pretty much since the beginning. Yeah. And uh, gosh, I know I've known Bill forever. He's an incredibly talented pianist. Um, jazz is his thing, but he does other stuff as well. Um, he has had a zillion placements in film and TV. He has been hooked up with many of our uh, best publishers, and they all adore him. But more importantly, he's probably been to more taxi road rallies than any other single person. By the way, that's the camera over there. I keep looking at it over here, but that's, that's <laughs> okay. see that little head? That's our dude. Yeah, I was gonna ask who that is. Yeah. yeah, let's uh, welcome some, oh, look at that, the chat room filled right up. Uh, yeah. We've got Dan, Gloria, Marion, Amanda, McCall Music, Tom Hoy, Justin Mather. Hey, Justin, thanks again for that Neil Young um, album. That was really sweet. He, he brought me a uh, sealed vinyl copy of Rust Never Sleeps. Get out of here. Oh, I wow. engineered on that, cool. so uh, he brought me one to the rally. I thought that was really sweet. Thank you, Bill. I mean, thank you, Justin. I am running on less than fumes today. Just to let you know, we just finished the road rally last night around 6.30. Three and a half days, uh, in my opinion, of awesomeness. Um, and so today's show is going to be five different taxi members. Uh, actually, that's not true. I'm lying already and the show's only two minutes old. Um, five different people. This one, Bill, <laughs> is a, uh, he is an actual taxi member. Uh, then a young lady and her mom, they're members. Um, and then after that, another member, and then a couple, I don't know, somebody who's a guest. Anyway, you're gonna get a perspective on the road rally from several different people, several different perspectives. So, um, what else can I tell them about you? Uh, used to live in Miami, um, mm -hmm. recently moved to Baltimore. Back to Baltimore. Back to Baltimore, mm -hmm. that's right. Um, and how many road rallies have you been to? Well, I have been to all 23 of them. And do you know that in the beginning, when uh, right before I introduced Jonathan Kane, I asked how many people have been, is, this is their first road rally when I was in the Grand Ballroom, and right. we got about 60% of the hands went up that this was their first yeah, rally. Yeah, there were a lot of newbies this year. And yeah, then sure. uh, I said, how many have been to you know more than one road rally? Got a bunch of hands, and I said, how many people have been to all 23? Bill Gordon, are you in the room? And you weren't. Yeah, you know, I was... Uh, Tending the line. I, I actually had stopped to... I was getting from breakfast into the ballroom, and Did I Did everybody was, say, Michael just mentioned your name when you walked in? I thought, and I thought, oh, man, I missed my moment. Once you it, did. Once again, you I missed my moment. You could have stood up on moment. a chair and said, here I am. That's right, here I am, right? But Matt Hurt yeah. also, until this one, had been to all Every of them. single one of them, yeah. yeah, but now Matt is in Switzerland. So we actually had Matt join us on stage uh, using WhatsApp. So he yeah. actually did attend this one just cool. for a very short amount of time and only That's great. telephonically. Yeah, we still talk about the very first rally, um, Woodland Hills, Yeah, and uh, how it was small, but it had that same great road rally vibe to it. So, you know, let's talk about the road rally vibe, because to be honest, 
the whole thing is a little embarrassing to me. I mean, I cherish the rally. I cherish the members that go. I love the fact that it's got such... It, nobody ever really believes it until they see it and experience sure, it. Sure, sure. Like, how how can it be that good? How can it be that warm and wonderful and everybody is supportive and it's not a bunch of posers wearing, like, a leather codpiece standing around like, I'm so much better than you. <laughs> None of that stuff, you Right, know? right, right. Um, yeah. What up? <laughs> I... I don't know. I, I, I really, and again, I'm, I will probably embarrass you a little deeper here. Um, yeah, don't. Uh, <laughs> I, th I think the consensus is that it comes from from the top down. I think it's the you know it's the reason that you found a taxi in the first place was to help those of us who've been working musicians to get our foot in the door, and then to get into the room itself and doing it in a way that is. Um, that's just, um, I so often say, you know, Taxi is one of the few entities I know in the music industry where I can use the word honorable in that same sentence. And, that, <laughs> right? and, that, and it's just, it's been like that. And that whole vibe, the whole support vibe. And um, I have been, see, how, how many years have I done that thing where I, I say hello to everybody on that Thursday night line where there are 1,500, 2,000 people there. Well, and that's uh, an exaggeration. No, that's frankly, that's an outright lie, Bill. Oh, okay. How many people? There are a lot of people on that know. line. It, it, it was probably but, somewhere closer to 1,000 that night. Okay. I mean, I um, seemed like there might have been more. Uh, there were a lot. It, it, yep. The road rally attendance was way up this year, i got to say. Um, and Bill is like our Walmart greeter. He is just such... Such a friendly soul and instills so it, it's part it's all of this stuff you know yeah, what I'm, I'm much better than the Walmart creator I, you know. <laughs> well I mean he stands at the front of the line saying that person's available that person's available and he directs people to you know the next registration station which was really hard to say when you had no sleep for ninety days yeah man say it again um, registration station but I I I have come to really like working that line um, and I do you know I. Uh, almost every person I say welcome to the road rally where are you from and then I have to direct them to wherever the whoever the person is open to send them to for the registration but the vibe on that line is almost without exception people are so thrilled to be there yeah. and this year there were there were a lot of newbies I would say probably 60 70 percent of the people there that and, I would agree with that number yeah and they um, they just are so happy to be there and uh, they uh, they want to know what what's going to happen, and I say just it, it's just you have a great time. And when I see them in the later days of the rally, I will ask them, "How's everything going?" Oh, this is great. This is even better than I thought it was going to be. And you know, how how does how does Taxi do this? And all the staff is so good, and everyone's so helpful. And the panel, they're just they're just gushing. They are they're literally effusive. They are hard they to are. imagine twenty five hundred people in one hotel that are all being effusive about the same thing, but they are. I'm not exaggerating that. Uh, no, and I, is Bill. no, and I've seen it. I saw it at the first rally, and I've seen it at every single one. And the rallies have all been great. They've all been wonderful. And some of them, they sort of go up to another place, this one especially. Um, the way that it started with um, uh, Jonathan Cain from Journey, yeah. what, a, what a way to start the thing. Um, and then closing uh, with, with Ken, uh, Ken Kalett, Calais. Calais. Oh, yeah. yeah. I keep wondering, is it French or what? Calais, right? I haven't asked him yet, but yeah. I would put my money on French. Yeah. And uh, hearing all the, this backstory about um, Fleetwood Mac and hearing these tracks and hearing the vocals sold and um, 
it was just that and everything in between was just so it just it couldn't have been better it was great and again i've been you know i've been doing this for a couple hundred years this whole music thing and um and it's still a thrill and uh i've had very little sleep and um i i've been my social the social part of my brain has been taxed to the point where it's barely functioning who are you by the way <laughs> right. and uh so nice to meet you as well yeah right so but it's really um it's just it's uh, people really they really they, they're grooving on it and they and the and one of the things I really like about in the last couple of years if someone has a question it's almost always now a really solid question it's not some right. vague thing they want to know exactly what happens um, there's a thing called the meet and greet the big big lunch thing where uh, people go around uh, there, there are a lot of us who are there as mentors and one of the questions well, well how does it work. You, know, you submit something and then it's screened and then if it's if it's right on if it's and it's good enough it gets sent forward and how the whole process works and people love hearing about that they're taking notes and, and everything. they're members and they're asking that they're brand new there's so many newbies wow. they don't they still so they signed up before they even really understood the process absolutely yeah they, and I, I they just um, I think they they're also they're also eager and they're yeah. also they're just so enthusiastic about the whole thing, and um, and again they're all just so they're all just bubbling. They got this you know this this enthusiasm about the, the whole funniest thing. thing to it's me. It's a love fest, man. It is a love yeah, it fest. Really is. It, nobody can really fully understand it nor believe it unless you've been there. That's really people. Yeah. I got an email today from a guy that said, you know, I've heard all the great stuff about the road rally. Uh, I, I expected it to be good. I didn't expect it to be this off the chart sure, great. Sure. And yeah. I mean, you know what? It starts in the registration line. Um, somebody who I think so. somebody who has worked for a competing conference said to me um, late Thursday night. He said, "You really should consider because the registration line is hours long. It's like three hours long. You don't have to get in it. People show up very early, like you know." 8 a.m., 6 a.m. On, on registration day when registration opens at 5, but they show up way early because they want to be first in line so that they can get the one-to-one -one mentor of their choice. So you don't have to do that. You don't have to get a mentor. Hmm. Um, you don't have to show up that early. You could show up at, you know, at 4.45 and jump in line, and, and that way you'd yeah. only spend probably, I don't know, half an hour, 45 minutes in line. Mm -hmm. But here's the, the method to our madness. So this gentleman who's very familiar with putting on big conferences says to me, you know, the vibe here is off the hook amazing. He said, mm. everything I've ever heard about the road rally, you can feel it, you can sense it, you can see the joy yeah. in people's faces. Mm. However, I've had a couple people complain about the line being hours long, and I just told him what I told you guys. And uh, we do it for a reason, and the reason is people hang out in that line and they build friendships in a network of people before they ever get out of the line. Yeah, so they yeah. go into the conference already having made friends with people, yeah, which yeah. is the big fear for a lot of newbies. I'm gonna fly to Los Angeles yeah. all by my lonesome. Of course, you can bring a guest for free if you're a member. And I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna be afraid. Are people gonna be jerks to me? Am I gonna you know, be a wallflower? Yeah, or how am I yeah, gonna get yeah. my stuff heard? Yeah. And then they hang out in the line and they go, wow, these people are cool. Well, actually, I've had a, a lot of people over the years because, uh, you know, again, I've worked that line for what eight or ten years, maybe easily. Yeah, yeah and um, I was taller and had a head full of hair when I That's started. That's right. I remember I, that fro. You remember that, right? You, you remember <laughs> my fro, right? So, um, 
there are people who uh, this year especially were saying, you know, I got here and I, I really felt sort of intimidated and overwhelmed. And then I started talking to these people behind me and these people across the way. And we're, we're all exchanging these ideas and, and our backgrounds. And, and now I feel really comfortable and very excited to be here, which is how you, and I would say that's how you want to feel because it's great. Yeah. Yeah. People don't want to go home at the end of the weekend. Yeah, I used to, uh, I used to fly back. I would take the red eye back to Miami on Sunday night. Yeah. And I did that maybe, okay, I've done 23 of these. I would say I did it with three or four. Yeah. And then I said, okay, I'm not doing that anymore. Because I, you know, so the Sunday night thing, as the whole thing winds down, it's a really, it's, 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 a, it's a terrible thing to leave. Yeah, and you've got all these people, and it's like, oh no, yeah, right. Here. Sunday night after the conference is over. Last night there were about four hundred people in the lobby of that hotel, <laughs> and uh, you know yeah. those are all the people flying home Monday. Uh, that's my two-minute warning. Um, we've only got two more minutes left. Well, before the next guest comes in. Yeah. Anything? Uh, any observations from you about? Uh, your favorite parts, uh, your least favorite parts, anything like that that uh, you would want to share with our audience? Uh, well, the least favorite, favorite part is, you know, when the whole thing winds down. But the <laughs> way you shape it with the, um, with the keynote interview and uh, these, these really special people who bring in, like the, the gentleman who produced uh, Fleetwood Mac. Um, but also for me, I, I do workshops in uh, audio me uh, media schools. Right. Um, and so it's a, uh, my annual booster shot of technology, what's happening. Uh, there's a woman named Robert Fredericks who does this great song deconstruction class, which every year, you know, it changes and popular music is changing faster than ever. So now I can go back and I can take that to my, my students when we're de deconstructing songs. And it's also great for me because I meet, invariably I meet people and um, make new contacts in terms of, of music libraries. And this year, you, and you gave me so much warning was it a week? <laughs> you said you're going to have these jam sessions. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> but you didn't really need to prepare anything. As you well, found not out. really. But at the same time, I, because a jam session like that, where it's just like people coming in, it can go many ways. What and Bill's talking about is we used to have two open mics every night for three nights at the rally. This year, we decided to do a jam room, and we took about a 500 seat ballroom and turned it into a club with a, a pretty decent sized stage and a yeah, full yeah. back line. Yeah. And I had Bill do one night as kind of the jam leader. Uh, one of our other guests today, um, Robbie Hancock, was uh, the jam leader another night. And then another gentleman who's kind of a dirty, white boy, greasy, bluesy guitar <laughs> player. Well, he is. I mean, seriously, that well, dude could play with any oh, any blues master. I mean, he's, he's, yeah, he's yeah. the shiz. He is, but he is nasty. He's, it's wonderful. He is. Uh, anyway, want to let you know that uh, the jam worked out and, and Bill did a great job running it. Well, I, I sort of had to do nothing. It was a great gig for me. And um, the band, the, well, the, these bands would kind of gel. I, I would call people up. If I need a bass player, we need a drummer, we need a keyboard player. And most of the bands, when they got into a groove, the groove would do this, this wonderful rare thing within 30 seconds or so, they would just focus and they would find this pocket and and it was just and there were people in the back of the room the room got more and more filled as the night went right. on which was a good sign and there was this group of people who started yelling out hey man we'd pay good money to see this right and so, <laughs> <laughs> well it's because we've got so many a-level musicians they you were know, great you have 2500 people at a conference yeah. that are all musicians you're bound to have a few that it was are, stunning are the level good. of musicianship i've always known that it's great but the, but it was it was a great thing to be a part of so well, um, so I'm really glad that you've been doing it for so many years, and I really appreciate you 
schlepping up here after the road rally to uh, join me for the show today. I'm happy to do so, and I hope and that we get some sleep sometime soon. Absolutely, brother. <laughs> um, great to see you. Great to see you. When are you heading home? Uh, Wednesday. Okay, we're going to take a care of a couple flight. things. And uh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. And, I'd uh, love to have you. Thanks for doing the taxi thing. <laughs> All right, thanks, later. Bill. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Bye bye now. Bill Gordon, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, Hello, Amalia. Um, is your mom going to join us on camera? Yeah. If you want to, yeah, grab that chair and scoot on in. We may have to do a little camera tweaking. Hi. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the Thank big show. You. And scoot as close to me as you can possibly get. Um, and yeah. Um, pull that back about four inches. Perfect. Yay. I have not been introduced to your mom, so I don't know your name yet. Dawn Feuerberg. Hi, Dawn. Dawn. D-A-W-N. Okay, yes. great. So, um, you're good. Um, yeah, we are good. That's actually a good shot. So, how did you like the road rally? I thought it was amazing. Yeah? I've never been to anything like that. And how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? 17. Okay, so... Um, You've never been to like a songwriters night or anything like that. I've I've gone to like songwriting competitions and I've been to uh, the Central Coast Music Convention in my in my hometown, right. but um, nothing at this scale and <laughs> have this professional. So was awesome. it intimidating or anything, or did you feel comfortable? I felt so comfortable. Yeah, yeah there, there wasn't a part of me that was like scared to be there. Everyone was really welcoming, and yeah, it was it was a great experience. As her mom, um, I actually have a daughter who, not that many years ago, was 17 and a singer-songwriter, and she kind of grew up being a little road rally brat running around all the time, and she was a kid, like 10 years old. Anyway, um, my wife was always very protective of her because there would be people at the road rally, you know, that if they, if they didn't know she was my daughter, she actually went under yeah. another name because she didn't want people to know. And, like, I'm trying to find the right way to say this. Um, even I heard during the road rally, as busy as I was, ooh, this young lady's really talented, so mm -hmm. good for you. Um, <laughs> did you feel like you had to protect her from the crowd at all, or, or insulate her from, you know, or? or Not at all. Good. It's an incredible organization. Congratulations. Thank you. We, Thank you. Yeah, we felt extremely comfortable. You could tell there was no one there with any attitude, and, um, just watching your staff too. I mean, it was weren't so they spectacular? Spectacular. They really. solved so many problems yeah. to keep people from finding out all the little things that are breaking behind the scenes. I'm very <laughs> proud of them. Because yeah, of course, any, anytime you do a conference for that many people, you have things that go wrong. And I always tell them, I it's about the people you meet and the feeling you feel with them. And I had no idea you existed, and we're so grateful to Chad Land for bringing us up oh, here that's and, right. and opening the door because we would have not have known about this and. He kind of gave us an in into your organization, and we're very grateful to have met you and all your staff because they were amazing. Um, yeah. Well, thank you for saying that, mm -hmm. and uh, I really do appreciate it because mm -hmm. a lot of people still wonder, is that company for real, even though we've been around for 27 <laughs> years? Clearly yeah. we are, and people that come to the road rally go, wow, they're not only real, they're amazing, if I can be a little immodest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. what kind of music do you do? Uh, alternative pop. Okay. Yeah. Um, give me some bands that would be on a playlist with you. Oh, um, I love Billie Eilish okay. and James Blunt 
and Ellie Goulding. Ooh, I love Ellie. Yeah, I, I love all those. Artists. And how old were you when you started writing and performing? I wrote my first song at nine years old. It was wow. actually called I Don't Know How to Write a Song. <laughs> there <but> you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that was my first song that I put together, and it was yeah. a finished product. Yeah. Um, how many songs a year are you writing at this stage in your life, your young life? <laughs> yeah, um, I probably finish about four or five a year, but I have so many that are just ongoing. I got like 30 that I just... Um, are, you, are you using GarageBand or Pro Tools or anything at home? Uh, My dad has a home studio, and oh, okay. we, we use Logic, and he helps me record, but I've also been recording with Chad Land in San Luis Obispo. Right. Yeah, which is um, great. What's your favorite part of songwriting, lyrics or melody? Or, you know what, let me rephrase that. Yeah. Which comes easiest to you? It really depends. I feel like more melody. Um, mm. But when I write, and sometimes I start with a lyric, sometimes I start with a title, sometimes I start with the melody. So it really changes. Yeah. Um, do you ever co-write with other people? I have. Yeah, yeah. I have a friend who's a guitarist, and he, mm -hmm. we worked on a song together, and it totally changed my writing style, which I loved. How so? It was just. I mean, he was. He's an incredible guitarist, and I. I play guitar, but I've been trying to get get better at playing and taking lessons, but. Um, he had all these riffs and that just changed the way I wrote music over it and the melody opened up your mind mm -hmm. to you know filling in the blanks like while exactly. you're writing yeah cool mm -hmm. um was that my two minute warning oh good <laughs> I was going man that really flew by um let's see oh did you have an agenda or a goal when you, you know, made the decision to come to the rally? What were you looking to get from it? Just the next steps in my in my career. I want to be a professional singer-songwriter, and um, I was told to just, you know, say what you want. Don't be too humble about it, and say that, you know, if you want to be a star, I, I want to be a star. Absolutely. And that was a, probably the best advice I've gotten because I've always been kind of timid, like, oh, yeah, like, this is what I want to do, sort of. But now well, I'm like, you have got a great personality. Yeah. I can't imagine you being timid. <laughs> You're pretty articulate. You. Yeah, good job. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so, uh, but I came just wanting to, to know exactly what I wanted to do and um, learn more about the industry, what it feels like, like just being able to talk to people with more experience than me and learn, you know, do I go to college? Do I go into the industry? What what am I going to do? So I, I got some great answers. What's the plan? Are you going to go to college or not? Yes, I think I am going to, yeah. And are you going to go to college near your folks so you can live at home and, and still work on your music? Or are you going to go somewhere and, and record in your dorm? How are you going to pull it all off? I Right now I'm applying because I'm a senior. And I all the schools that have songwriting or popular music are spread out all over the country. So wherever I get in, you know, I'll decide if that, that's where I want to be. Well, if you want to see your mom get really ticked off at me, may yeah. I recommend the University of Miami, which is I my, have heard of that. Yeah, <laughs> it's my alma mater, and they've got a great music school. Um, actually, uh, USC has yes, an incredible. I'm applying there. Mm -hmm. um, I know the guy that runs that department, Chris Sampson, and uh, I think the world of him. Uh, Give me ten thousand dollars, I'll get you in. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm only kidding. <laughs> but yeah. no, I, I've actually spoken there and I've gone to some of their events. And it's, yeah, that's one of my top. I it's very it. professional. Um, I, I love everything about it. You know, frankly, ten years ago, before meeting Chris and going getting involved with that program a bit, 
I would have said to any songwriter, don't go to college for songwriting because mm -hmm. you'll move forward much faster on your own by right. like, yeah. reading Robin Frederick's books, going to things like the Road Rally, just immersing yourself in all that other stuff. If you've already got the drive, you don't need a professor writing stuff on a whiteboard to exactly. you know, show you. Yeah. But I've got to say, um, everything about the USC program really impressed me. So. Yeah, and I mean, I was also told to consider taking a gap year by a lot of the mentors that I spoke with. And yeah, yeah a lot of people had very similar opinions. Well, they, a lot of people said that, um, you know, you don't need a degree in the music industry, but you, you will get connections and you'll meet people and you grow as, a, as an individual and as a musician. And, you know, that's what I really want. What do you think, Don? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've just been supporting her, you know, whatever she wants to do. And um, I think she, I would be open to having a gap year if that's yeah. what she wants. I think she's at a place where she's writing all the time and she could focus, especially if she goes to more rallies and she's really self-motivated. In fact, she's just like, she says she doesn't have enough time to sing every day and do guitar because of school. So I think it might be a good idea. Our daughter, who's, our daughter, who's a singer-songwriter, um, actually homeschooled for all of high school so she could work on her music. Um, and, and basically, yeah. she, she sat in her bedroom with an acoustic guitar on her bed for four years, barely mm -hmm. did any school work. <laughs> but I got to say, uh, you know, she started getting the occasional co-write with like pro writers and stuff. Um, she yeah. was advancing pretty quickly because she was self-educating. She was not unlike you at all she was mm. she knew what she wanted she knew how she was going to go after it mm -hmm. she yeah. uh, familiarized herself with all the top writers in the industry and their stories of how they became successful and uh it was working out quite well until she moved to another country eight thousand miles away <laughs> <laughs> yeah um it's an exciting time yeah mm -hmm. do you have any brothers or sisters I do. I have yeah. a little sister. She actually came to the road rally. Oh, and yeah. She was there with my dad. They they went home a little early, but she's 13, and yeah. she writes as well. Wow. I'm trying to get her to write with me, which we've been interested in doing. And Yeah, so maybe that'll come after road rally. Um, do you have any skills on logic at all yet? Um, I my dad will set it all up and right. leave it there for me, and I know how to press record and know okay. how to stop. Because but, yeah. that was the one thing my daughter and my daughter's pretty good with tech, but she never learned. I mean, she can do GarageBand blindfolded, but she never got beyond that, mm -hmm. and it hindered her because she would have ideas and she would do everything on an acoustic guitar, mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes she'd want to write like dancey poppy stuff. And, oh and yeah, I want to learn how to do that. So cool. you know, just like. Strumming on acoustic guitar doesn't get you very far down that road. So mm -hmm. if I may give you a piece of advice, learn how to run Logic yourself yeah. so that you're not That's dependent great. on your dad. And anytime you've got an inspiration, you can just go with it. You don't have to become a master of it, but That's good enough idea. to get your ideas down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, was there anything about the road rally that really stuck out for you? I mean, like what was your favorite panel or best advice you got? Uh, I love the one-to-one -one mentor sessions. Who did you get? I I got Prescott Niles. And <laughs> He's a trip, isn't he? He was awesome. <laughs> and Rob Shirelli. Awesome. Ron Harris. Wow. Yeah, I got I got a lot of great people, and I I got to do the one-to-one -one mentor with yeah. Rob Shirelli, and and that was the meet and greet that I was just talking about. Oh, the, okay. The one-to-one -one mentor was with Rob Shirelli, and that was. Great. I, he got to listen to my music. And He's my best friend. We, <laughs> That's we, what he said. Yeah, we live four houses away from each other and spend holidays together and stuff. So you got a good one. Cause yeah, he is awesome. Yeah. yeah. 
he's very cash, you know, he's like uh, not high pressure, mm. you know, he's just a very regular guy. Yeah, that's uh, great. Who happens to have like 100 gold and platinum records on his wall with virtually every major artist in the industry. <laughs> Um, super encouraging. It's yeah. just a very positive experience for all of us. Our whole family there. We sat all four of us in front wow. of Wow. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Um, it, I don't know if you noticed, but last uh, yesterday afternoon when I did the panel with Nate and Kaylee and Rob, mm -hmm. um, Rob's wife and two kids came. And oh, yeah. he's got a daughter who is going to say 20. Yeah, uh, he no, spoke she'll, to us about her a yeah, bit. she'll turn twenty, I think, on January first. She was a New Year's baby, and um, I, I've watched his kids. He's been grooming them, you know, in a band. I kid him; he's always like the Jackson Five father. Uh, he he's very demanding with his own kids, mm -hmm. <laughs> and for a long time, I was like Rob, you know, you're really being demanding, mm -hmm. but it's paid off because he's taught them a work ethic of no matter how frustrated you are or how down you get. To smack Keep it away, going. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm really glad that you got him because yeah, he knows how to encourage young people. Yeah, he gave he, me some great advice about going going to college. And, yeah, and, what did he say? I'm curious. Yeah, he said that um, that well, he's kind of was supporting both both ways, right. but he said that it's really important. He thinks to get the to degree. go to college, get the degree, and just still produce. Uh, I mean, um, follow your career while you're in college, right? And yeah, pursue that. Which was great. Yeah. Well, yeah, his daughter took a gap year. Yeah, that's what um, he was telling me. He was yeah. one, one of the people that said that that would right. be great. So if he gave you advice other than that, I would let you know. He's <laughs> <laughs> full of it. <laughs> Hear that, Rob? <laughs> um, any final thoughts? Um, anything that you didn't get from the rally that you were hoping to get? Uh, any unanswered questions I can answer for you? Because I know everything. Right. Just, just <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I went to so many sessions yeah. and I took notes and I know exactly what I want to do when I get back home. I'm, or are you like dying to get home to... Exactly. <laughs> you got college applications, but right. after that, <laughs> get on it. Yeah. That's good. Well, cool. Mm -hmm. I'm really, really glad that you came. And, yeah, thank uh, you for having I us. I wish you luck having watched Rob's daughter go through this and my daughter go through it before she bailed and moved 8,000 miles away. Uh, <laughs> but don't worry, Hannah. I still love you. Um, all right. Well, thank you for coming and joining us. For, yeah, thank uh, you for having us. You are so welcome, yeah. Dawn. Yeah, Pleasure to so meet much. you as well. It was lovely. Thank Thanks. you. Mm -hmm. Can't wait to have you guys back next yes, year. Yes, can't wait. Yeah, yeah we'll great. be back. <laughs> um, does somebody on the staff have any of your music so I can check it out? They do. Okay. Yes, um, any idea? Ariana. Oh. oh, you've got it. Okay, great. All right. Well, with that, I will say adios and uh, see you in a year, 362 days, 24 hours, and 16 minutes, or whatever it is. Yeah, Till the next rally. Great. All right. Thank have you. Have a safe trip home, nice you guys. You. Bye bye. Bye. And now it's time for our next guest. Yeah, baby. Welcome, Mr. Robbie Hancock. Woohoo! <laughs> about that thing? Hey, hey Robbie, how are you, man? Thank you, fake fan. Cool. Well, here you are. You've made yeah. the big time. You're on <laughs> taxi right. TV. I am, yes. Oh, yes. Ariana's being my camera person. Not man, but person.
Good job. It's well framed. Um, move it this way a quarter of an inch. Perfection. Perfect. Thank you. Or as we say in Hollywood, woof. Okay. They do. When okay. you move the camera far enough, you have to say woof. Okay. And while we're on a short commercial break, <laughs> subscribe to the channel. Nice. Click the little bell thing so you get alerts. Woo! <laughs> and like us because we're in Los Angeles and we need all the liking we can get. Um, hey hi. <laughs> oh, yeah, the chat room. Hey, man. That's right. You know everybody. Snoop Robbie Rob. Woo! <laughs> what <laughs> up? <laughs> so, um, wow. This was a rally. That was amazing. And thank you. Um, I called Robbie, I don't know, 10 days ago, maybe, not very far in advance of the rally. And I yep. said, so I'm doing this thing called the Jam Room this year. We don't really have much of a plan other than we're putting a back line and a stage and some lights in there. And each night we want to have somebody that acts as like a host, you know, invites people. Come on, man, don't be shy. Get up here and jam. Mm -hmm. And uh, Robbie was a little trepidatious, as were the other two people that I asked to host the evenings. And mm -hmm. just say it out loud right now. Michael, you were right. Michael, you were right. <laughs> it worked yes. out great, I heard. It was I was great. barely in there, but... Um, I, th I feel like you chose the right three. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we had a blast all three nights. And I especially uh, really appreciate you letting me break the ice for everyone. Oh, man, I appreciate you doing it because, yeah. yeah, I mean, we didn't know. Mm -hmm. We really, I, I just knew that if we had great instruments, um, great guys on the PA, the, our, our audio crew just rocks it at the Road Rally. And, uh, I mean, yeah, shouts out to Ted. He's, he's yeah. a yeah. Ted Nelson, we love you. Yeah. Um, sure. But it would be hard for that to fail with having 2,500 musicians, you know, in one hotel, you got to figure ten percent of them are really high-end players at that caliber. Yeah. yeah, and I'd forgotten about that going into it, uh, but it ended up working out great. There's three or four bands that that formed that were incredible, and especially some guy that sounded like Michael Jackson at the end. And really? Yeah, he was great. I got his card. Yeah, in case you want it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was great, and everybody uh, cooperated and was respectful, and it was great. Where did you pick up that southern accent? Oh, down south, man, of course. <laughs> Robbie's Canadian. Um, yeah. and, and he's a singer-songwriter. Uh, tell him a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I'm an indie folk singer-songwriter from uh, Victoria, B.C., Canada. And uh, came into a taxi as a songwriter. And now f most of what I'm working on is, is cues, mm. tension cues and acoustic roots cues. and So instrumental yeah, stuff, wow. A lot of instrumental stuff. Um, why did you make the decision to go over to the dark side? Well, because that's what uh, you know, a lot of the library owners and publishers were asking for. Yeah. And it's something that I felt that I could do um, and well. And I started, uh, you know, from the first year, not trying to be everything to everybody, right, and zeroing in on certain things that I really felt were my strengths. So acoustic guitar and tension cues ended up uh, being great for me, and you know, I just kind of went from there. Um, was it hard making the transition? I mean, not that you've stopped writing songs or recording. I'm still doing that. I love it. Yeah. But um, thinking, you know, writing cues—it's a different mindset. Uh, the yeah. purpose of what the music is going to get used for. Typically, uh, instrumental cues probably most famously get used on reality shows all the time. 
And so you've got to think differently. Like you got to think about mood. You got to think about the energy. You got to think about the forward momentum that the cue has. Did it take you long to learn those things? It did, but um, with the help of uh, Dean Kerpain's book, uh, right. Demystifying the Cue. Great book, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah. Um, that really kind of uh, was like a roadmap for. Um, edit points and uh, short intros, button endings, two, you know, how long they should be, minute and a half to two minutes, and uh, ABA kind of format, and, you know, it's a bit different than songs, yeah. but I had to work at it, and I think, you know, doing the work um, really kind of paid off. It took some time, but I think, you know, working at things every day, um, it eventually will pay off for you. And have you noticed, because I tell people, and I want to know if your experience is, if I'm lying or I'm not lying, uh, I always tell people that are hardcore songwriters and they're trepidatious about working on instrumental cues, like, ah, that's factory-like, you know, it's not creative. My, I, I contend that you become faster and better with your gear, with choice of instrument sounds, and ultimately, that goes back to making you a better writer producer for your songs absolutely so you have found that okay. yeah for sure like um just talking to somebody about this and um you know playing really quickly on acoustic guitar and then taking that in adding reverb and washing it out and um you know adding a, a nicky romero plug-in for example mm -hmm. really changing things up and putting it in the background and ended up making an acoustic pad for a singer songwriter song and ended up getting that song signed Wow, to make it you like that's how I made it unique. Um, how long have you been doing music for TV and film now? Uh, this is my seventh rally, and I love the rally, Michael. And thanks for everything that you oh, do. Oh, you're we so welcome. Um, so, uh, so seven years, yeah. Okay, yeah. and what would you've been to a lot of them? So I don't know if this is applicable to you or not, but. Um, I just asked the uh, young lady that was in here before you if she mm -hmm. had a goal in mind when she went to the rally. Do you have a goal when you go every year, or do you just let nature take its course now because you're kind of an old hand? <laughs> yeah, you're calling me old. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I said old hand, not <laughs> old, old hand. man. No, I don't. <laughs> so, so this year, it's funny you say that because I came into it, um, I didn't actually uh, choose a mentor this year. This wow. year. Um, I came in, I, I kind of um, had a different mindset. This this what year I really it? ended up well. I mean, I wanted to start giving back. Actually, Michael. Yeah. Um, so you know, know, I spent a lot of time. Altruistic. With, I spent a lot of time with a lot of the new members, and um, I skipped some of the classes. Not that I didn't want to go to them, but I just ended up having these conversations with people, and and just kind of turned into a, a lot of questions. And then I realized I'm starting to get to the position where I can help other people, and and I feel like that's important because of the amount of amazing people that helped me out in the early days of the taxi rally and on the forums, of course, uh, you know, and so I felt like part of this rally for me was, was giving back. Well, thank you for that because uh, there's still some doubting Thomases out there and people hear about the red rally and go, yeah, yeah, I keep hearing all this stuff about how friendly and welcoming and, and giving and everybody's helping everybody and nobody believes it because you just don't find that. <clears throat> excuse me, in many other places, certainly not most uh, music conferences, but uh, I'm glad that you brought that up because I, I know you well enough now to know that that's your nature and I've mm -hmm. kind of watched you grow up within the system, if you will. Yeah. And I think it's cool that you're doing it because it, it is a pay it forward spirit that just is imbued, the entire rally is like that. Yeah, it is. And one of the great tips I got was from James Koshin, who has uh, been a great uh, mentor for me 
he, you know, he, he told me that going on to, to Taxi Forum, there's a search function in Taxi, taxi Forums that you can go into, and you do basically just ask any question that you might have, and it'll pop up with a thread with people like Matt Hurt, some of the senior members that have already answered those questions. Right. So he told me that, and I started doing that, and that's a big reason, like, how I started getting better at things. And also, um, you know, I watched every back episode of Taxi TV. Wow. I think I've told you that. But anyway, I'm reminding you. And now he's going to watch this one like a hundred times because look at that face, people. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, man, I totally lost what I was going to say. Let's go. Oh, about the forum. I'm really glad you brought that up in here. Where do I look, by the way? Uh, That little, that head over there. Oh, the head there. Yeah. Okay. I've got uh, a little, like, doll head glued to the camera. The bobble head. Yeah, Yeah. so we know where to look. Okay. it's cool being on this end. Yeah, pretty exciting being in the studio. Huh? Taxi TV. <laughs> so, I have often contended that our forum in particular is better than social media. Social media is very immediate, but it's also fleeting. Stuff gets posted and it's gone, you know, and to go back and find it is hard. Um, I mean, obviously, you can hashtag stuff, but the thing about the taxi forum is it's like a living, breathing encyclopedia where layers upon layers upon layers keep getting added to the knowledge base, and the knowledge base changes as the times change. Mm -hmm. So it's this incredible repository of everything you could want to know from people like you who have Mm -hmm. figured it out. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's like... Why wouldn't everybody use that? But people go, ooh, it's a forum, you know, I'm on Facebook. Well, I, I feel like there's three things. The forum is amazing, especially for new members. You should really spend a lot of time on there. And there's a lot of new members um, this year, too, that didn't even know about it, right? So right. it surprises me. But, I mean, again, it's like, you know, sometimes people just need reminding and, and going on there and how valuable that is. And then, um, obviously, um, Taxi TV. You know, watch all the back episodes and then the rally, which is like, had has been monumental for me. How uh, so? so? Because um, I've, I think I've told you this as well, but I only ever got one Ford that turned into a deal. Right. Everything else came from, from the relationships rally. that I made at the rally, not only from other members, but also from members that have turned into publishers mm-hmm. and also from, you know, connecting with publishers, either pitching my material. Oh, by the way, I got my first song played on a panel. It's only took seven years. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I was in the room. Yeah, I think I might have been moderating that panel. You were. Yes, you were. Yeah, super thankful for that. So That's yeah. pretty darn cool. But yeah, those three things, if you want to, you know, improve on things, definitely, there's so much great information on Taxi TV and the past episodes, like the Val Garay. You remember doing yeah. that? Yeah. Oh, I love that guy. You know, he... he He's you know, Linda Ronstadt's uh, engineer. You, you and him, like every time you get... Uh, a guest on here that is a production guest. Yeah, I, I'm always I will drop everything to watch those because there's just so much uh, information there from your experience, of course. But like you know, Ronan Chris Murphy, um, Val Gray was the one that, that that's where I have had the first light bulb of listening at low volumes, mm-hmm. which is like I can like actually spend another three hours at this point doing that. I, I just Six want you to know that all of us who are over 50 years old that are all engineers, we've all got tinnitus, and we all lie about listening at low volumes, and I'm almost oh, not joking there, about there that. You go. Because yeah. nobody listened at low volume back then, seriously. Yeah. And, and I, 
I just went to a reunion of all my co-workers from Criteria Studios where I worked, in got my Florida, first, right? Yeah, yeah 43 that. years ago. Mm -hmm. And I saw so many hearing aids. Uh, and it's pretty heartbreaking because we all had heard, you know, don't listen loud, but did we pay attention? No. Yeah. Um, did you have a favorite moment at this year's rally or a favorite thing that you went to or saw? Colby's dad. Uh, Colby's dad. Yeah. I'm going to have to edit that out. Um, no, he actually but is I'm very sorry. proud of his daughter, um, Ken Calais. I'm being very Canadian now. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just sorry. Especially West Coast Canadians. Man, <laughs> oh man, right. Vancouver, you could kick everybody on the street in the shin and they'd apologize for getting their yeah. leg in the way. Yeah, yeah. Foot. I'm bleeding, but I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> um, Ken Calais. Yeah. Okay, you and him, I mean, maybe it was just where I was sitting, but you know, and the popcorn and everything was respectful and not dropping on the floor. Um, but just the ambiance that you created and the two of you sitting there together and having that conversation and going back in those moments, even your stories, which were funny, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, repeat not, it. Not, I'm not going to. Don't worry. Uh, but but the, the, you know, um, him going through things and listening to the chain and, and soloing, you know, just mm -hmm. like tambourine or, you know, and I think that was the bookend song, right, where he talked about, um, they started with that one in the beginning, and right? In December and the last they finished one they it. finished it. Yep. I mean, I just found that amazing, and um, that yeah. was definitely a highlight for me. If you haven't read that book, the book is um, uh, Making Rumors. Um, I, I found it to be fascinating. Uh, maybe more than the average person on the street. Maybe because I kind of lived that experience, but uh, I thought that that book was incredible, and uh, I just had such joy in my heart interviewing him I, I felt like my long lost brother was there having a conversation yeah i wasn't kidding like when i said this was for me and you guys just got to sit there and yeah, take for it sure all like i really felt like a living room and yeah. before that i just you know what you always talk about like maybe meeting a mentor in the bathroom you never yeah. know what's going to happen that's where i met ken kelly really but i didn't shake his hand in there good job <laughs> i came out to the hall and then it just so happened where i came up and then i i, I introduced myself and and um, thanked him for everything that he, he's done, and then mentioned Robin. Yeah, Robin was under right. the weather this weekend, and and then, uh, you know, Robin used to be a babysitter and all that. Yeah, she lived Colby. in their guest house, and uh, she babysat Colby Calais when she was a kid, little yeah. kid. And shouts out to Robin Frederick, too. If you don't know who she is, I mean, she's like, she's incredible um, for, for songwriting, and Definitely check out her books. Uh, you are definitely a by taxis. Yep, yeah. you are a disciple of Robin's, and I've watched you mature yeah. because of what you've learned from her, yeah, whether it's amazing. on Taxi TV or the books. By the way, just saying, Robin's got, she took her original book, which was a bestseller, uh, Shortcuts to Hit Songwriting, mm -hmm. and it was time for a revision. So rather than just simply revising the book, we actually split it into three books, level one, level two, level three, obviously beginning, intermediate, and expert. And uh, she came up with a bunch of very current examples, and it's an ebook now. Um, yep. So you can buy the three ebooks for slightly under 30 bucks. So it's a great deal, and uh, I'm really glad you mentioned that because I know that you're one of her favorite students. Oh, she's and, amazing. She's a wizard. Yeah, yeah. she adores you. She's well, awesome. I can't thank you enough for coming yeah, by, and uh, it was great to be with you sure. at the rally. And, Absolutely. Uh, I've really enjoyed getting to know you more, and thank you again for. Uh, for uh, hosting the uh, the jam night. You're welcome. I Thanks. hope it wasn't too stressful. No, it was cool. Thanks for everything, Michael. Peace. Thank right. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks man. Cheers. Have a, when are you heading home? Uh, tomorrow. Okay, have a safe flight, all right? Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, Robbie. Okay. See ya. Robbie Hancock, ladies and gentlemen. Woo!
Hello, Hi, come on in, Savannah. How are you? Good. And How this are you young doing? lady is Savannah Filio. Mm -hmm. I got it right. Yeah, Yay! You did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the big show. Thank Hello. You. Good to see you. <laughs> Good to see you. So tell us where you're from. So I'm from San Diego, California. Oh, I thought you were going to say Not Savannah, far. Georgia. <laughs> no, I've actually never been there, but it's everyone thinks. It's lovely. It is the coolest town in America. Okay. Really humid, very sticky, but just a ton of history, really nice people, incredible food, and if you like antiques, it's like the mother load is there. Anyway, enough <laughs> well, about that. Um, so this was your first road rally, right? This is my second one. Oh, mm -hmm. second one. I came okay. last year. Yeah, and uh, did you have like a mission when you come to the road rally? Do you come with a purpose, or do you just come in like whatever comes your way? I come with just an open expectation to whatever's gonna happen. This year in specific, I was really excited to reconnect with all the people I met last year at the right. rally, which I made so many friends last year that I've been in touch with all year. So it's awesome to all meet back up there. Um, and then just learn, learn yeah. from all of the panels and the events. And Was there anything particular, any uh, particular panel or class that uh, stuck out? I really loved the keynote ones oh, the, at the end of each yeah. night. Um, Jonathan Kane. Yeah, yeah, Jonathan Kane and Ken Calais and uh, the Highfields. Yeah. Those were amazing. And I love that you shared the personal stories tied in with those, too. <laughs> it was really awesome. And I loved how enthusiastic you were interviewing everybody. <laughs> but I really loved those. And my biggest takeaway from all those was just persistence and how that's the most important thing. Jonathan Kane, man. Um, yeah. He's the keyboard player and songwriter in Journey and wrote the seminal hit, uh, Don't Stop Believing, among others faithfully, and others I can't think of because I'm a little brain dead right now. Um, but I've got to say, I was so excited to like introduce you guys to him because I've been developing a relationship with him over the phone and email and texting now since like March. And I just knew in my heart that if I put him up there on the stage, he would hit it out of the park. And and he did. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah. Even I was astonished at how good he was. It was amazing. Yeah. It was so awesome. Yeah. He's very, very inspirational. Um, oh wow, I'm I'm looking. Uh, so you're like, pretty. You're doing pretty well. You've shared the stage with artists such as Cam, um, Tyrone Wells, Howie Day. Oh, Howie Day and Kate Vogel mm -hmm. both got their start with Taxi. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. As a matter of fact, Howie Day, we. Uh, did a showcase for him in that theater on the second floor, you know, like the little movie theater mm -hmm. room where the open mic was. Yeah. We actually did a private showcase for Howie Day for about 20 major record labels right before wow. he got signed. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, and um, Kate Vogel was a taxi member and I was leaving Nashville and she and her parents were coming into Nashville and they mm -hmm. called me and they said, would you meet with us? And I did, met them at like a Denny's or something for breakfast and they said, we trust you, can you recommend a producer? And I said, I can, but you're gonna think that you can't trust me because his name is Marshall Altman and he's one of my closest friends. At the time he was an A&R guy at Columbia Records, okay. but also producing. And they said, no, we trust you. You wouldn't recommend somebody just because he's a friend. And they fell in love with Marshall. He fell in love with Kate. And I 
think he did her first, maybe even her second record. Wow. So, yeah. And those are great records. Yeah, I've got her demos. You are sitting like 12 feet away from her demos uh, on the other side of that wall, right? I just saw it like a week ago. That's so funny. I have a show coming up with her on the 23rd of this month. Really? Mm -hmm. Would you tell her I said I hi? I will. I'll tell her. Yeah. I love Kate. She's a, a good person. She really is. And her family is so incredibly supportive. Um, is your family supportive? Very supportive. My Rip. dad actually was my guest at the rally. Wow. He just loves it. Yeah? So, mm-hmm. Um, any musical talent in the family, or are you the first in a long line? I'm the first. Yeah? Yeah. A lot of music enthusiasts, but... Right. Um, what do you listen to for, you know, like recreational listening? Uh, what are your favorite acts? I listen to a lot of Casey Musgraves. Yeah? I love her. Um, I love James Taylor. I love Dan Fogelberg. Whoa! Um, I used to play coffee house gigs with Dan Fogelberg did in you the really? mid seven, in the early seven. No, uh, 1969, 1970. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he made me look really bad. <laughs> he did. He was awesome. I sucked. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, he's awesome. I love them. Um, Brandy Carlisle is yeah. a huge one I love right now. So I can't believe you even know Dan Fogelberg. Yeah. I mean, that's mind blowing to me. That's so funny. Wow. Um, Let's see. Oh, you won uh, Best Singer-Songwriter at Temecula Valley Music Awards in 2017. And you have a collection of songs placed with Warner Brothers TV productions that has been used in TV shows such as... Teen Titans Go and Unikitty. Yeah, Unikitty. I watch it all the time. <laughs> You're the biggest fan. Yeah. What is Unikitty? I've never even heard of that I hadn't one. heard of it till <laughs> until I had a they, on Until it. they gave you <laughs> money, like, right? Yeah. <laughs> then you started paying Yeah, exactly. Um... So were there any disappointments for you at the road rally? Was there anything like, oh, I hope I can meet that person and you didn't or no? Not at all. Only friends who couldn't make it. Oh, man. But no, no disappointments. Only just amazing surprises. Yeah. Like the, the things I expected to happen and enjoy happened. And then so many more. Um, can you think of any of the that. surprises? Some surprises um, in particular. Um, no, my brain is like drawing a blank. I, I'm looking um, at your hat. Did you steal this from Pharrell? Thank you. No, I didn't. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> I didn't. You don't look like a thief, but just checking. That's so funny. Oh, um, one of the nice surprises was learning from Tiamo about yeah. oh. the panel, the um, keynote concerts. Yeah. That was super inspiring. I love that guy's presentation. It was amazing. He's a very, very polished, professional speaker, very motivational. I, I watched mm -hmm. him and I thought, I don't want to get back on that stage after that dude walks off. <laughs> he was a tough <laughs> act to follow. I think he lives near you. He does. Yeah? But I think he's moving. He said he's moving to Phoenix. So. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Less taxes. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anything else uh, that you can think of about the, the road rally? Um, any particular class you went to? Um, oh, did you go to the Eat and Greet luncheons? Or I didn't do those this year, but you? I want to next year. I heard great things about it. it. It's loud, very boisterous. It's a little hard to hear, but inevitably people say, yeah, I met this producer there or that mm. collaborator there or somebody took my cd and i ended up in a tv show because that's so you should definitely do that wow um did you do one-to-one -one mentors i did and who was your mentor i did one with bobby borg oh really yeah he's a force of nature isn't he yeah 
It was awesome. <laughs> so yeah, I just released some new music, so I thought that would be a good choice for marketing ideas. Very and, good choice. Yeah, he was super helpful. Were you in the ballroom when he did that panel with Tony Van Veen from uh, Disc Makers? Yes. Yeah. That was great. I mean, those are all like pro marketers on that panel. I'm there like with my notebooks, taking all my notes. And yeah. I have a to-do list like this long of all the things I want to do now that well, we recorded so that panel, and I'm going to get it transcribed. So at some point, the edited uh, transcription will end up in our newsletter. So oh, keep your great. eyes open. Yeah, I so, love that. Yeah, all those notes, you can throw them away. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, cool. Um, I can't think of anything else to ask you, but uh, you're a lovely young lady, and uh, I wish you well. And I think that you're really smart to come to the road rally at this young age. And it sounds like you've got your focus and you've got a plan. And uh, thank congratulations. You. Thank you for putting it all on. I oh, mean, it's just so amazing. Welcome. Ever since last year, I mean, I I blocked these dates out right when it got announced because uh, it's just it's such an amazing event and. The spirit of community that's there is just... Isn't it like... It's unbelievable. It feels like summer camp. I know. A bunch and, of adults. And it's so hard to explain that to other people. Yeah. They, people literally don't believe that it could be that good. I know. I, and you it know, is. Right. It's and that it, good, yeah. And the funny thing is people come up to me on Thursday night and they say, I'm having so much fun. And I say, all you've done is stand in line. <laughs> like Thursday night is registration like so so, so all they do is stand in line. But that line is magical. Oh, it's yeah. long, but it's magical. You make best friends. <laughs> yeah. Throughout the rally, it's like, oh, hey. You know, you right. feel like it's family. So It's funny. Yeah. Somebody said to me, I think you should shorten that line. And I said, no, this is why the road rally is so incredibly <laughs> friendly and helpful. It's because people do make best friends in line. It's awesome. Yeah, so thank you for all that you do. Well, thank you. And thanks for coming over. Of thanks course. Thanks for sticking around and coming up for Taxi TV. <laughs> Savannah, fill y'all, ladies and gentlemen. Bye, Savannah. Have a safe trip home. And next, come on in. Have a seat. Okay, I'm going to mess up your name. I'm going to try really hard not to. It's Noak? Yeah, it's pretty close. Noak. 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 Yes. You said it better than I did, but then again, you own it. So Anyway, um... Noak Tangeris. Yes. Okay, yay, hi, welcome. Hello. <laughs> Have you ever been on TV before? Um, I've been on some radio live streaming stuff back where I'm from. Yeah, but, but have you not, ever been not on, like this. Nothing, nothing <laughs> not is good. Not quite like this. Right. This is the big time. You've now reached the pinnacle of your career yeah. by being on Taxi TV. I'm happy to be here. So... You're not a taxi member yet, um, and you came as a guest. If I, if my notes are correct, I mm -hmm. believe you came as a guest. And um, what was your, what did you think you were getting yourself into before you came? And yeah, let's just start with that for now. Well, I found out about it well, like a month and a half ago, and um, and when I heard what it was all about I was like oh I need to go check this out it sounds um, pretty and, legitimate and, uh, are you a singer-songwriter are you a producer what do you do yes I'm a full-time singer-songwriter performer um, so I perform a lot in my area and um, I also have a where, band where is your area uh, San Luis Obispo oh okay so about do you are you familiar with it or yeah is it, yeah, yeah, it's nice gorgeous area. up there. Not too, I, it's beautiful. It's it, it, it literally one of the prettiest places to live in all of America. Oh, I I don't I don't disagree with that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so I have a band and um, we play, you know, a lot of the area in places in the area and some of the festivals and 
Um, oh, uh, the Garage East Wine Festival. Have you heard of that one? Oh, I haven't heard of that one. Okay, yeah. well, Probably if you want to play at that one, I happen to know the guy who owns it and puts it on because he used to work here for like 10 years. The answer is yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I, that was the first place. It's now like they franchise it and they do it in several cities, but they do it in San Louis. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, nice. Well, I'll have to follow up on that. So who are some of your influences as a, as a writer and performer? Um, I like a lot of different music. There's not a genre of music I don't like something from. So I draw a lot of influence from a lot of places. But I would call my particular sound Americana, folk rock, blues, country. Mm -hmm. um, big influences are like, I get told all the time, Janis Joplin, Janis Joplin. Janis you cannot <laughs> go wrong with Janis Joplin. You know, you performed. You performed in the jam room the other night, right? I I did. I, I saw a that. couple Janis songs. And I, I saw that and I went, not bad, girlfriend. Nice. I mean, that Thank was, you. Yeah, you rocked it. Thank you. Um, it's funny. Last night when I was going to bed, I stayed in the hotel last night because I didn't think I was capable of driving home without killing myself. And uh, just before I fell asleep, Janis Joplin was on TV oh, and nice. made me think of you. No, yeah. oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love Janice. I mean, yeah, me too. You know, just, just amazing. Soul, soul powerhouse, soul voice. Yeah. But um, make me a promise that you're not going to shoot heroin or overdose or anything. No, I'm not going to. I don't. Okay, good. No heroin for you. <laughs> I'm like good on that. that. Good, clean living. <laughs> um, how much do you write? And how, how many songs a year do you typically write? Um, I have about probably at least 30 songs that I perform regularly. Like, um, I'm always writing. A lot like um but half of it you know sometimes i'll write a song and then never look at it again you will someday or move it on move on to the next one and you know it's all about catching that fleeting moment like it's sometimes you don't know when a song's going to come to you but it just will just come out of nowhere and you gotta yeah um, gotta go write it down or you get Absolutely. an idea or you just yeah. you hear a, lyrics a, in your head. A, a voice uh, memo person or are you more of a write it on paper and little notebook person? Um, Sometimes I'll just hear a melody or I'll hear a melody from nowhere. Yeah. I'm not really sure where it comes from, <laughs> but I'll just... But where do you keep your, your ideas for the songs so that you don't lose them? Um, well, I have... You know, when I write a song, I go to my computer mm. and I write the lyrics out and then I record um, record the song, whatever I come up with. And then sometimes I'll record it and then I'll listen to it again. And, and then, um, you know, I'll record the verse and the chorus and then I'll go and listen to that over and over again to figure out what the, the rest of the song is going to be. And then record it again and then go back and like reference the re recordings to to add on to what I already have or change something. Was there anything um, that you learned at the road rally that you felt would really help move you forward in your, uh, like help you develop your songs faster or more fully or define your style more closely? Any, any valuable stuff that you learned that you want to pass along to um, people watching the show? Um, because there are thousands of them out there. Like, look at that. Thousands of them. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. It's actually um, more like a couple hundred. But yeah. You know, like, there was so, so many things that I learned. I've learned so much. And it was... Well, give it up. Um, like, something... I Things I want to focus on. Like, as far as the songwriting, you know, I was listening to a lot of the critiques and everything and mm -hmm. getting a lot of good ideas and information on 
what might work and what might not work with different. Were you surprised um, at how helpful the industry people were versus being big, scary, mean industry people? I was. I felt like everyone was really nice and accommodating and not too far into their egos to yeah. talk to you a little. And, you know, it was, it was a really great experience, and I feel like I have a good direction um, to start focusing on and trying to send my music to people. You know, I'd love to get signed to go on tour or and you know just get your music out there that's I just feel like I have something to say and I want people to hear it <laughs> right um, so you're more desirous I guess would be the word that's my biggest word this week so far I'm frankly being as tired as I am after the rally I'm surprised I could pull that one <laughs> out of the air but um, are you desirous of making records or touring which one do you favor live performance or records i really like both um but i'd love to go on tour someday yeah <laughs> and but i'd also like to record a real um like really i mean we have an ep right now but it took a long time to put it together and you know to saving up my pennies to get to the studio and and so do you have a computer you do have a computer. i do i do why don't you have uh you know pro tools or logic or something on the computer so that you can start at least you know the the kernel of the song can come from your brain into your computer and then mm -hmm. you know don't depend on other people is what i'm trying to say mm -hmm. i know you didn't come here to get advice but i'm giving you some because well, in my mind the road yeah. rally's not over it's still going on mm -hmm. but yeah you know don't limit yourself mm -hmm. and we, we actually just our guitarist um he has logic now and um, he did a little bit in school with recording and engineering and stuff so we are able to do that now Great. do some of the and we we have been working on that just you should learn yourself as well yes and that I, way you never have to wait for your guitarist you know yeah and that was something that i made a big mental note of from um the, the feedback yeah. from the rally and i was like did you do one-to-one -one mentors? Um, oh, I, no, that's right. You yeah. couldn't because you're a guest, not I a member. Did get, they did let me sit in with the, the guest. Oh, with um, the person for you For Rob Shirelli. Um, oh, okay. He, and he did get to listen to my song, so that was kind of cool. But I don't think he could do say much about it because it, it wasn't my Right, your 15 minutes. Slot. Right. <laughs> but uh, he did say it sounded good, so I was like, yay. <laughs> awesome. Wasn't well, a bad review. <laughs> yeah, he would know. Um, he certainly has a, a long, uh, glorious history of making hits. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's been pretty. He's game my best. Changer. He's my best friend. So if you want to like give me a hundred bucks, you can come over and have dinner at our house and meet him. I could I'm make kidding. that happen. <laughs> so kidding. I'm all right with it. If but you he, are. <laughs> he is my best friend. But uh, oh, nice. <laughs> but I generally don't charge people to meet him. Yeah. Well. That would be cool. <laughs> He's I'm down pretty for cool. It. He, he, he is very encouraging and very accessible and uh, very down to earth. That's probably his greatest yeah. feature. Rob, if you're watching the show, I love you, buddy, and you're very down to earth. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other questions you have for me? Um, um, yeah, you've, you know, you got the whole road rally, well, kind of a little piece of the road rally sitting right next to you. Is there anything that you left the road rally and you didn't have an answer to? and Thought, gee, I wish I could get an answer from somebody. Here's your moment. You know, 
I guess, well, I'm going to start by sub joining Taxi. And Good move. Submitting. I endorse I'd that. like to submit what I do have. Yeah. So that it could get reviewed. Good idea. But, um, you know, I have so many songs and I just want to record all of them. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, you know, limited. Do you so. ever, um, like, record them into, you know, a voice memo on your phone or anything? Just oh, so yeah. Could, okay. I have... I have like a little app, so if something if I hear something or you know right. just make a little recording of it or scratch something on a napkin and then. <laughs> I remember thinking you're a pretty good guitar player. Oh really? Yeah, I mean <laughs> oh, the other night when you're playing, I mean your right hand is in the pocket. I did notice that that um, you know you were grooving with a, a bunch of people on stage, and some singer songwriters are kind of strummy and they're not really in a pocket but um, mm -hmm. once you got going up there you found the pocket and you were jamming with, cool. with, with you know some pretty a-list players thanks there. yeah yeah, yeah. That, I, I liked the jams and the open mic and i host stuff like um i hosted open mic at um where i live every other week and it's just fun to get musicians together collaborating and listening to each other and and it's just fun to do collaboration stuff like oh, that. Great, the Road Rally is a great place to meet collaborators. Yeah, yeah, it's been overwhelming sensory overload, <laughs> <laughs> but it's been great. It's a great experience, and I feel like I have some direction after um, after being here. Like great, some major major plans about what I can do to move forward. I bet you're like a lot of people that you, you were just like. Couldn't wait to get out of there and go home and get busy, right? Yeah, I've definitely been taking notes and getting got a lot of work to do when I get home too. So, are you driving home tonight? I am, yes, yeah. but I wasn't going to miss this. Well, thank you. And <laughs> thank I you for having me. <laughs> I appreciate you staying and uh, keep the voice memo thing on your phone nearby and keep your eyes on the road. Have a safe trip and uh, a pleasure meeting you. All right, nice. Thanks to for you coming too. by. Thank you, Noah. Tangeras, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> well, there you go, folks. Um, let's see who's in the chat room. I'm going to say a quick hi to you guys. I'm actually going to end the show a little early tonight. We That's it, right? We have no more guests. So uh, I'm not going to go for another 21 minutes because i got to be honest with you. I am so brain dead. I worked about 90 days straight getting ready for the road rally. And... Uh, I don't know why, but I keep waking up at like 4.53 or 5.53 in the morning. And I am just absolutely toasted. So, hey, hey, Finn, how are you, buddy? He was sitting directly behind me at the road rally last night. Are you back home already? Um, Edmund Red, hey, how are you? Anyway, um, yeah, the road rally was awesome. Um, I don't mean to sound full of myself or conceited or anything. It's really it's not about me. But when I got in my car to leave the office and drive to the hotel Wednesday night, because I always go the, the night before so we can jump right on set up on uh, Thursday morning, I remember getting in my car, and as soon as I got on the 101 freeway, I thought, we've got this. This road rally is going to be awesome. And... Uh, I am so happy. First of all, my staff was spectacularly good. When I'm in the ballroom moderating the panels, I don't want staff members coming in telling me about little things that are going wrong all over the place because I've got to stay focused. You know, I want to be in the moment and 
build a rapport with my guests on stage so that I can ask them the right questions in the right way at the right time. And I think only once in three and a half days and like 17 panels did I even hear about any sort of problem going on uh, and the staff handled it beautifully. Um, Jonathan Kane was our, uh, our honoree for a Lifetime Achievement Award. Um, the guy was spectacularly good. Wow, I cannot even begin to tell you how many people came up to me and said, thank you for having him. He was so inspirational. And the guy, I think, is one of the best melody writers that's, you know, in modern music. He just has a gift for melody. Um, let's see what else. Oh, I interviewed Ken Collet, which is, yeah, it's Colby's dad. But uh, to me, he is the man who co-produced Fleetwood Mac's seminal album Rumors and then did Tusk and Mirage and um, The Chain and just all kinds of Fleetwood Mac stuff. But... Um, I kind of grew up in the industry working at equivalent um, high-level studios back around the same. He was a few years ahead of me, but, you know, we same time. And uh, there were things I always wanted to ask him about making the Rumors record. And I was so delighted. Now, I, I was out of my skin excited to get him on the stage. And we turned the lights down the ballroom and we put some popcorn out so that everybody, I, we probably had like five or 600 people watching it. And I just had this conversation with him where we would play a song. Oftentimes he would bring up like, you know, here's the snare drum, here's the guitar track, here's the, the you know, harmony vocals, here's Lindsay's uh, solo. Um, and then we would go back and listen to the whole song from top to bottom. And the twinkle in his eye up there on the stage, he was loving it. He's a very humble guy. And... Uh, I think he was a little trepidatious to do it. He didn't know what to expect. And I said, Ken, you just got to trust me. We're becoming friends. I will not let you down. And we had such a great rapport up there. But more than anything, I'm just so proud of him. I'm incredibly proud of the work that he did on that record because it's a great record. Go back and listen to Rumors and listen super, super, super carefully to it. And you will hear things and they're just layers upon layers. But everything is in its place. It's all just neat and tucked in perfectly but yet the record has so much life and so much spirit I, I think it's one of the greatest records ever made and i'm honored and thrilled that i got to interview the man who made that record and hopefully uh i told him as we ended uh, the road rally when i was walk or not ended the road rally but ended our panel together walked him out to his car and i said next year we're going to do producing colby clay because he did produce her records um and uh, I've actually met Colby before, so maybe we can get Colby to join us and we can do a, like a father-daughter thing on stage. I think that'd be kind of cool. So let me read a couple comments from the chat room that we're going to call it a night. Uh, David Zimmer says, big fat thanks to you and everyone on your staff, Michael. Well, thank you, David. Appreciate that. Um, let's see. What, a, what an awesome road rally this year. Taxi is the real deal. Hey, Jay, how are you, buddy? Um, Justin Mather, it was magical, Michael. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for the record. He brought me some Neil Young vinyl. Um, Taxi Rocks, uh, man, now I have to buy that on vinyl. Um, need to repair our multiplex because it isn't playing our LPs anymore. Da, 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 da. Best weekend ever. Um, Eric B says, I agree that uh, Rumor is one of his Desert Island records. Um, 
So that's it, folks. I'm cross-eyed tired, and I am going to head home. Um, also, if you have any questions about this year's road rally, um, go ahead and put them in the comments. And I'm going to try really hard this week while things are still fresh in my mind to uh, answer your questions in the comment area. So go right, you know, right when we get off the air, just put those babies in there, and I will personally answer them by the end of this week. And I believe that next week, uh, we haven't totally inked this yet, but talked to him early this morning and pretty sure we're going to do it. We're going to have legendary record producer um, Michael Lloyd join us next week for an exciting episode of Taxi TV. So with that said, I'm going to fire up the band. Doesn't get any better than that, does it? And see you guys next week for another exciting episode of Taxi TV Live. Bye, you guys.